in a world where... Nah, this ain't that kind of podcast. Let's be honest, the world doesn't need another podcast where we ask the same old questions to the same successful people. You're listening to the Profit and Impact Podcast with Nev Harris. Grab a seat at the table as Nev and his guests dig into the challenges that successful agencies and freelancers have overcome to achieve their success. There's no script, and Nev's insatiable curiosity and ADD can take the conversation anywhere. So let's get real and have some honest talk, lots of laughs, and some helpful insights into what it really takes to create more profit and impact in your business. We want our business to make money, right? But do you want to make a profit, you know, because you feel that need for like food and shelter, you know, the basic stuff? And then you would like some creature comforts and everything like that. But do you want your business to make a difference? Because your soul needs your work to make an impact on something other than just your bank account. You want to help people and feel good about what you're doing and energized when you get up in the morning. Because it's something more than just making money. There's a, a purpose between it. So do you feel torn then between making an impact and making a profit? You have a client. A potential client that you're talking to and you like them and they need your service and their business has such potential the problem is they don't have enough money to afford you but you know you would enjoy working with this person and it would make you feel good but it's not going to be profitable and you know you might lose money you might not make that much money and you got bills to pay too and and, and you're like torn or maybe your services are very affordable because you want to be open to everybody and you want to be able to help out as many people as you can and as many people as possible buy your services so you have good revenue but you know all that hard work and everything like that and all that help you're giving to other people and all the risk you're taking as a business owner it's not really being reflected in your bank account now what if i told you that you could have both. You could have profit and impact. You might be thinking that I drank a bottle of wine before I got on the mic to do a podcast. Well, I can assure you that comes after I get done with this podcast. And yes, I'm promising your cake and eat it too. Profit and impact. You know, you get to do make a lot of money by doing a lot of good. And this isn't some kind of, you know, this podcast didn't morph into like a, a webinar where now I'm going to pitch you on how to do this big challenge that you can have profit and impact and you can get rich quick and all your dreams will come true. I think you know what I'm talking about. I think we've all been on that webinar, you know, all participating in that Facebook challenge that was going to be the be all and end all. So, and, and that's not what I'm talking about. But here's, here's what I believe and here's what I know. Profit and impact, they go together like peanut butter and chocolate. What is a better combination out there than peanut butter and chocolate? And if you don't like peanut butter and chocolate all like that, I don't even know if we could be friends. Seriously. I'll tell you, um, guilty pleasure. Um, and I'm not a horrible person, but I stole a uh, pudding pack chocolate pudding pack from my nephew he won't miss it he has a whole refrigerator full of them so and then I had this peanut butter and I love peanut butter so I dipped the spoon in the peanut butter 
and got a big full spoonful of peanut butter. Then I went went to my pudding and I put it in the pudding, and I started eating the pudding off the spoon that was covered in peanut butter. Oh my god, it was delicious. So I'm saying that that is like my new guilty pleasure right there. I mean, I went to the store and I bought just a whole package of um, uh, these snack packs. Anyways, where was I? Back to profit and impact. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to tell you something right here. Now, you, a lot of you, you might think this is a dirty word. You know, and um, I'm going to say it about myself. And in this day and age, it's almost hard to say this about yourself because, you know, it's, it's it could be viewed on a lot of times and for good reason, viewed very negatively. So I'm going to call myself a capitalist. How does that make you feel? Some people are like, oh, yeah, a capitalist. Other you are like, oh, man, capitalist, that, that's kind of dirty, you know. Um, and I understand that. If you recall or if you have any, any pensiveness about hearing the word capitalism, and, and I'm talking about full, I, I am, I am a uh, full-out capitalist. I love capitalism. I believe in it. I think it's just fantastic. And some people are like, oh, you know, I kind of like capitalism. I like the idea. But, you know, Nev, you're going a little overboard. And you know what? I could understand that. And I could understand the appeal of something like socialism or, you know, ideas that have socialistic tendencies. Three of the uh, best-selling books on the New York Times bestseller list right now are about how we need more socialist economic principles. And that's the direction we need to take right now. And I will admit, as a capitalist, I'll admit that we've kind of gone off the rails, okay? We, Michael Douglas from the movie, uh, from, from the 80s movie Wall Street, you know, where he's like pounding on the table, greed is good. You know, that whole speech he gives and everything like that, that was like the mantra for like almost a whole generation there. And then we have, uh, I mean, that's capitalism gone haywire. And then what else? It's like you have these people, these drug companies that buy a drug that serves just one small group of people. And there's no real competition out there for the drug anymore because there's not a lot of people that buy it. But there's people that really need that drug. And so the drug company buys that drug and like raises the price 10 times. Because they can, it's capitalism, it's free market, you know, and, and, and that's dirty, you know, and then we had the Bernie Madoffs doing what they do, and then the, like, CEOs that give themselves a big bonus as they're laying off tons of hardworking, like, middle America people that need the job, where he's putting, buying another jet. Uh, just this week, in the Wall Street Journal, there was um, six CEOs for these natural gas companies that, you know, have had a, uh, had a really rough time in the last year. Layoffs and downsizing and losing money for the investors and everything like that. They just gave themselves huge bonuses and they're making fortunes. That is wrong. All right. It's clearly wrong. All right. And it's a problem that we need to fix. But I don't think going towards like these socialistic ideas these tendencies that sound good they feel good because we feel we need a different tool okay because capitalism and the way it is right now what's going on right now is kind of failing us in ways so we need and we want a different tool so but i don't think socialism or socialistic ideas is the direction we need to go all right now, now let me give this to you as an analogy all right, because I love my analogies. 
So let's uh, let's say you know we're, we we make a product, okay, and it has a lot of screws in it. All right. So the capitalist of the last 34 years says, you know what? What we need is as a, a machine. A screw machine that will put in these screws. So we, they they build this machine that is like just pollutes the hell out of the environment, and it drives in these screws, kind of breaking them, like a little bit at the same time. But you know that doesn't come through till somebody buys it. In a couple months, the product just breaks on them. The product turns into crap on them, and it's not a it's not a good product anymore. So eventually, people are like, you know what? The problem is the fact how we're putting in these screws. So we need a whole different tool to put in screws. You know, because like this whole screwing these screws in bad idea so um we get a hammer and we start pounding in screws with a hammer and that's like socialism what we need to do is we just need to go back to using a screwdriver you know because the screw machine it was like capitalism gone way in excess we just need somebody with a screwdriver screwing in the screws because a screw is meant for a screwdriver and a hammer is not going to be efficient at it and the way to uplift people and the way to create more impact and the way to do more good is through capitalism it's a more pure form of capitalism we need to go back and just embrace this more you know grassroots pure form of capitalism and a penny saving a penny here and there was far greater than the people because if we could show a couple pennies better in the short term all the more better and who cares who it's who is hurting because that's what we want to do we have to maximize the value and that just got way out of control so it's just like alcohol alcohol is a great thing like i said you know I'm, when i get done with this i'm going to have a glass of wine or two you know and i love to make me some manhattans you know and i'm working on an old fashioned you know i haven't perfected my recipe yet but i'm working on a really good old fashioned But anyways, though, but alcohol in excess. I think we've all been there, you know. Don't feel good in the morning. Wreck your car if you drive and kill somebody and hurt somebody, and then the alcoholism and all these things. So you know, at one point we banned alcohol. You know, in the 20s, the government stepped in. We passed an amendment that said no more alcohol. The people that did that had really good intentions. I don't think people who have socialistic ideas are bad. I just think they're trying to solve the problem the wrong way. Just like the people who banned alcohol, they weren't trying to be killjoys. You know, there's a lot of problems that alcohol was causing back then that they were trying to solve. They just went about it the wrong way. So I think what we need to do is get back to embracing like what I call a compassionate form of capitalism. I'm talking about the capitalism that created penicillin. How many people did that help? That created the airplane that, you know, now we could travel all over the world. I've been to Australia. I've been all over. You know, I get to go to these conferences and meet really really cool people at these word camps, which I really miss with the with the whole coronavirus and not being able to travel and no events happening. You know, online events are great, but eh. It's getting old. I want to I want to hug somebody, you know? Um so let me let me tell you about the older forms of of, of capitalism. Uh, I want to say a little story about my family, a little story. You know, uh, in one generation, my grandfather had to drop out of high school at 13 years old and be a night watchman in a warehouse to support his family. All right? When they had my father and his brother, they were all lived in one room of a house that many of their family lived in and they had one room of that house cuz they couldn't afford a house and they couldn't really afford heat so they would sleep with bricks that they warmed and that's how they kept themselves warm okay and my father 
he ended up uh, with just an entry job at Westinghouse. But he saved his money. He was really good with it. And he ended up having a fairly decent amount of money and able to do really good things. And he taught me about money and everything like that on how, because he remembers seeing these people that were janitors because they were railroad family in the railroad that they were going to Florida retire. And he's like, how is this even possible? And it's because they invested their money right. They believed in capitalism, believed in those kind of things. And they were able to create a better life for themselves, you know. And that's what my dad did in one generation, transform things. Now, I think this dream has, and I'm not going to get into this in this podcast, but I think this dream has failed a lot of our younger people because of the 30, 40 years of worrying about pennies instead of people, all right? So and that's what I want to get back to because capitalism, boy, in its heyday, that's what's going to cure COVID, okay? So it's not the government coming up with a solution to this. It's the free market. It's, it's the biotech industry because they know there's going to be a profit in it, you know, and, but, but we're going to give it away and everything like that. But that's compassionate forms of capitalism and how we put a man on the moon with capitalism. You know, when it was like thought to be impossible, we, we have more computer power in our smartphones than was used to put a man on the moon. Okay. So that is something. So what I want to do to, so we can create that profit we want, but be able to create that impact is I want to harness that power of capitalism so that we could do right and do amazing things for our family and our company. So with our company, we could really take care of our employees and set them up for success so that they can go back and take care of their families and set their families up for success because they're well taken care of. They have sick pay. They have health insurance. They have retirement plans. They are paid well and compensated well, and they're able to really then care and take care of our clients. And we have... You know, we, we've used these huge profits we're making to be able to, you know, reach more clients because now we have an advertising budget and now we could put a lot of into marketing and create more and find more clients, find more of these people that are in desperate need of the solution we have to offer them. And it's like we all have a solution to offer people. We might not all be solving COVID, but if we're helping a small business be able to get online and sell their products, I mean, that is a huge win. If whatever we're doing, you know, whoever we're helping with our product and our business, as long as we're not selling snake oil, we're doing something great for people, okay? And so, and that turns around that when we're helping other businesses and we're helping ourselves make more money and our employees make more money that allows us to be better in the community and really help out more in our community and then through our ability to create more profits we're able to create more impact in our community we're able to have the money to do that we're able to support the causes we care about so that we can see the change in the world okay that we want to see because we have the money and we have, we could donate our time and our money and our funding and to do these kind of things. And capitalism, it's the best route for making an impact for the groups of people and the causes we care about. So I'm going to talk about this more in uh, another podcast. So being as profitable as possible is key. All right. And the best way to do that is through applying capitalism. And not the supervillain type capitalism that Jeffrey Epstein used to like abuse people and manipulate situations and avoid taking responsibility for his heinous acts. Yeah, sure. He put capitalism to work and it was horrible. 
I'm talking about being able to apply this compassionate capitalism framework that I've come up with that I believe in. So that allows us to care, to give and to create more impact in ways that we will never be able to do without fully embracing the idea that we want to make a lot of money so that we could do a lot of other things. All right. Now we'll dive more into that, how to do that in my next solo podcast, which will be in about every two to three weeks from now. See, I love doing interviews and I got some really cool ones ahead, but you know, I love being able to share this kind of stuff in a solar, um, a solo podcast with you guys. So we're going to find a nice balance in there. So, because here's the thing. Ben Franklin said, has a famous saying, a penny saved is a penny earned. All right. So, and you know, Disney's taking all their old movies and redoing them and everything like that. I'm going to take Ben Franklin's old saying, and uh, I'm going to modernize it for 2020. So that might be a (laughs) slight bit of entitlement, you know, going back and taking Ben Franklin's and I could approve on one of the greatest thinkers. So anyway, so, but here it is. A penny saved is a penny earned, but a penny earned holds the power to make an impact for people right now and for generations to come. So I invite you to come along on this journey with me because we're going to have some really cool, fun, interesting interviews and they're not going to be your typical highlight reels or I have this book, I have this course or something coming out and I'm going to tell you how great life is and how how I built this through all these great things I did. We're going to dive deeper into that and everything like that and we're going to look at the warts and all, you know, to see how you build a business that really makes profit and impact, okay? And I have some really great guests that are going to talk about this kind of stuff. And also, I'm going to do more of these solo shows so that I could share with you how to build a business that is both more profitable than you ever thought possible and allows you to make all the impact that you dream of. That was the Profit and Impact Podcast with Nev Harris. For a full recap of this show or for more info on making more profit and impact with your agency or freelance business, visit nevharris.com. If you liked this episode, show us some love. Give us a rating and comment over on iTunes and help Nev get the message out to more agency owners and freelancers. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.